Look, Bumble knows you're exhausted by dating. All the, must not take yourself too seriously, and 6-1 since that matters, and what do I even say other than, hey? <sighs> well, that's why they're introducing an all-new Bumble. With exciting features to make compatibility easier, starting the chat better, and dating safer. They've changed, so you don't have to. Download the new Bumble now. This episode is brought to you by Reese's Peanut Butter Cups. In breaking news, leading scientists worldwide are conducting experiments to determine if Reese's Peanut Butter Cups are the perfect combination of peanut butter and chocolate. However, it appears the study was inconclusive as the scientists couldn't help but eat all the Reese's. Because when you want something sweet, you can't do better than Reese's. Find Reese's now at a store near you. Hi, my cotton candy grapes. Aaron and I are so excited to start releasing Grocery Season 3 to give you a Costco-sized sample of what you're missing behind the paywall. So if you're aching for more, all three seasons that we've recorded of groceries are available for you right now on our Patreon. That's patreon.com slash attitudes. There's hours of content waiting for your listening pleasure. You can enjoy the entire back catalog of groceries, our Dateline and Columbo recaps, and the limited edition podcast, Dolls, where Aaron breaks down the history of the world's most famous dolls. I mean, how would you describe all that? It's impossible. And once we reach our 3,000 subscriber goal, we will be unleashing an entirely new season of groceries, which we are recording right now. So please, Visit www.patreon.com slash attitudes today. See you in the aisles. 2012, New York City. Simon is 27. He spends the next 12 months doing all the sex and cocaine. There's none left. Apart from the humanitarian crisis from the lack of aforementioned stimulants, arriving home to Sydney... Simon also felt disconnected, physically, spiritually, mentally, cough, financially. Enter Juice. Simon believed the healing he was in search of came from within, more specifically the gut. What started as a daily hobby for himself became a weekly ritual for dozens. As Simon began selling bootleg green juice under the counter from the cafe he was making coffee at. Then Simon met a woman, the most beautiful woman, a designer. Together they built a brand, a product, an icon, a family. By the way, everyone needs to know this is written in poetry style. (laughs) Simon took his hobby and passion for flavor and started delivering juices to the corporate world. Ew. (laughs) The worst part. Not very long into his journey, Simon walked into Jackie's Cafe in Paddington and asked for weekend work as a barista. Jackie, with her best Kathleen Turner rendition, said, Sure, you're spunky enough. How will I call you? Simon handed Jackie a Simon Says Juice card. What's this? You make juice? Sometimes. Said with his tail between his legs. Come to my house this afternoon and bring your best juices. The cafe needs juices. Jackie went on to become Simon's dearest mentor and harshest critic. (laughs) Three feet of product. (laughs) Largest wholesale client. And a close friend. That partnership breathed life into Simon and his little juice business, stemming off into other wholesale clients who wanted what Jackie was having. 
as they say in the classics, one thing led to another. <laughs> Found on the back of Simon Says Juice in Australia. By Laura Mayer. Yep. That's the As end. they say in the classics, one thing leads to another. Congratulations, Simon. <laughs> wow. I mean, that was a long one. What a ride. I, people need to understand, though, this is written in stanza. <laughs> like it's a beat style poem. Do you see what I'm saying? Yeah. Wild. And it starts off with a number. The nerve. 2012. Yeah. Come on, dude. And by the way, he wants us to call him dude. Okay, here's the thing. I could have, I could do a second pass. I could do a polish on that. I could get it down to four sentences. Yeah, definitely. Simon makes juice. He gave it to I Jackie. used to do cocaine and now I do greens. Right. Period, end of story. And I sell it to the corporate world. <laughs> Brag. Well, I guess, I guess I'm not a business. So can I buy this, Simon? Yeah. Is that okay, Simon? Simon says Simon? juice. Simon Simon says says juice. juice. Yeah. Wow. What is the, I, I. I, welcome to groceries. I mean, first and foremost, welcome to groceries. We hope your gut, we hope you're entering this podcast with a, your gut cleansed. Honestly, the, the the nerve of the, when I see a product now that doesn't have- A story. A story, I'm like, are you even trying? I couldn't agree more. Are you even trying? I could not. You've got all this box more. space. Put it on there. This is groceries. We talk about it all. The aisles, the floors, the- the name tags, the yes. history, the parking lots. Citrus. The lighting. Vodka. Speaking of citrus. Yeah. My grocery store that I went to is Smith's, which was, which is a, underneath Kroger, and I'll get into how, but they, Smith's? I've never heard of it. Smith's apostrophe S. It's, it's a- They have whatever. the apostrophe in the sign? Money. Wow. Rich. Money. Rich. Rich, rich, rich. Anybody rich. Anybody rich. Founded in 1911 in Brigham City, Utah by Lorenzo Smith. Ooh. It is now owned by Kroger, and they are only located in Utah, Nevada, Montana, Arizona, Idaho, Wyoming, and New Mexico. Now, here's the thing I don't understand. I'm going to get into the history. Is it cost? I, I wonder if it's because of the apostrophe. Because at first it was Smith's. And then it's the same old story. Yeah. Guy, old, old timey man starts a grocery store. It's a small little thing. After his death, his sons run it. Then it's the 80s and they're like, let's go public. Oh, Utah's too small for us. We've tapped out the market. Let's go to other states, et cetera, et cetera. They went public in 1989 and then they acquired a chain called Smitty's in Arizona. Ooh, I like that. I love, right? For sure. Smith's bought Smitty's. And then all of that was bought by Fred Meyer. Okay, sure. In 1998. And then here's the thing. And I think this is a this is a lesson in what the illusion of success. Okay. Yes. Okay. Yes. So when Fred Meyer bought Smith's in 1998, they bought it for $700 million and took on $1.3 billion in debt. Wow. So they like really wanted this thing. They wanted it because everyone and and it's a it's all these grocery store wards or whatever but the but the point i want to get across is that all these businesses that make all this money they have a shit ton of debt 
Yeah. Like they're not, they don't have a savings account with like a rainy day fund. Right. They are hemorrhaging money. Sure. Okay. Sure. So it's an illusion of success in a way. You know what I mean? It wasn't love. It wasn't love. It was a perfect illusion. So they opened, um, in 2004, they opened Smith Marketplace in Utah, which is a department store inside the grocery store, which I assume was a test store to compete with Targets and Walmarts who were doing kind of, who were getting into the grocery game. And then Smith was like, ha ha, I see what you're doing. You're trying to encroach on my territory. I'm going to sell dresses and pantyhose. fancy. I'm going to sell dresses and pantyhose and gasoline. Yes. Uh, What what are the things called? The suction cups? No. Oh, I don't even... Funnels, yes, thank you. Light bulbs, yes. hooks of it. Yes. Ah, books on tape, yes. yeah. Wood glue, yes. Mm. Different kinds of plugs. I'm gonna have it all. <laughs> <laughs> Can smashers. Can smashers. Are you sure the ones are you smashing? <laughs> My aunt used to have one of those. That '80s invention, completely. Right above. My aunt had one too. Exactly, and he would just. You would put the can and it Why? would smash to nothing, I guess, to save. People were so into compacting trash back then. But it's know. like, it's still trash. Anyway, um, they are, Smith's in Utah is very big as far as like um, who they sponsor and stuff. They're advertisers with the Utah Jazz, which as far as I'm concerned is the only way to name a basketball team. Couldn't agree more. It's the only one that makes any sense to me. You're going to go see the LA New Waves? No, I can't. I'm uh, seeing the Houston Punks. They're playing the Phoenix EDMs. Yeah. Uh, no, this week I have to go see the Miami Sock Hops. <laughs> yeah. Just that kind of day. Oh, I, I'm chock-a-block. I'm going to see the Tulsa folk uh, musics, and then I'm going to go right into... <laughs> yep. Honestly, I would go see that basketball team. Me too. Any basketball team named after Asylum Music, I'm there. In. Yeah, especially um, jazz. Especially Utah jazz. I'm sorry, it's a by the great way, name. Jazz is one letter away from jazzy. That's not where I thought you were going to go. Oh. Two scandals before I get into what I got at Smith's. Um, they stopped taking Visa in April of 2019 because of the excessive fees. And then started taking them again in October, and Visa came out swinging. They Love. were like, don't put your customers in the middle of a business dispute. <laughs> it was like, they apparently, in 2019, Visa was just like, was the biggest fee charger over American Express. Wow. I don't know what happened. I love it. And I got too bored. Like, I got into it, and I was like, it's oh, like this fun is interesting. For a minute. I totally agree. And then I was over it. Like, you know credit, what I mean? 80s credit card wars, what could be better? Who, what could be better? Then on their website, they have a whole section about the Acellian. Acellian? I think that's how you say it. Data breach that happened a while back. And only a few customers were affected, but they have a whole thing. They've got a whole like, what if I was affected? What if I wasn't affected? What uh-huh. can I do? And then they said, if you if you have any other questions, I mean, they were it was a very thorough page. If you have any other questions, called what, call the hotline 1-800-Krogers, which I think is a bad number. I do too. I think it should have been 1-800-I-Kroger, uh, comma implied. Got it. Like iRobot. You know? Mm-hmm. iRobot, iLegend. iPhone. iPhone. Their Instagram has 162,000 followers, which is also Kro- – They don't know – None of these brands under Kroger have their own imprint online. Which sucks. 
I know. I want to know the specific because I want here's the, the thing. This is what we're and this is what we're talking about a lot. And I think this is going to be a theme with season three, which is that you know. Unfortunately, there's very few. I'm going to hit some co-ops in the Southwest, but it's mostly chains. And um, these chains, even though they're local to the state or local to Southwest, are owned by either Albertsons or Kroger. That's 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 the name of the game out here. So those they don't have any like distinctive personalities that has been erased. They have 162,000 followers under the Kroger banner. But here is the this is the this is the moment where you and I become, you know, Cagney and Lacey or oh my god, I can't um, Scarecrow and, and Mrs. King. Right. Yes, all of them. I can't. You know what? I thought I would live to the end of my life without hearing Scarecrow and Mrs. King ever again. I Anybody truly thought it would never happen. That again. title to me. If anyone out there can tell me why the fuck that was a show title and what the fuck it was about and if it if it was as boring as it looked every time I passed it didn't we didn't I buy it on DVD because we were going to write a detective show no once? that Did, was that no are you heart kidding? to heart yes heart to heart's yeah. brilliant sorry this is um, Simon and King. Simon yes yes yeah all exactly. of it okay yeah and then I'll, I'll Sherlock Holmes if you want to go down to the you know Watson and the beginning yeah. murder she wrote whatever sure 162,000 followers on Instagram. Guess how many on Twitter? I don't know. Uh, the exact uh, same number. Okay, fishy fishy. Who the goldfish is in the is in the bag now. You know what I mean? Think you're going to get one over me? Huh? The goldfish Kroger? is in the bag now. That's right. Honey, it is coming home. It is going right in the tank. Honey, believe it. Right with those turquoise colored rocks and those yellow rocks and all the funny rocks that I have in that fish tank. I don't mean to be rude, but sometimes people let goldfish out into their lakes and they grow to be enormous. And it's one of the most disgusting sights I've ever seen in my life. Just so Why? I don't care. (laughs) I was going to ask why you Googled it. I don't remember. Why do goldfish, they're as big as their surroundings? Huge. Well, I mean, no, it's not as big as a lake. They don't grow to the exact size of the <laughs> container. <they're- laughs> they don't, sadly. That'd be pretty cool. Can you imagine? You could just walk over a fish. Yeah. A goldfish. on this, Just go one from one side of the lake to the other. Big whoop. Has a goldfish ever gotten in a fight with an alligator? Great question. One I'm not I prepared to answer. Please let me know next episode. I will. Whoever is running their socials really gets an award for, like, good vibes all around because... This person has taken the most boring shit I've ever seen in my life and turning it into like something that's like, it's like if your aunt, single aunt who loves you and loves life, but has like a really healthy sense of freedom and stuff. Oh. So she's got actual joy in her heart. If she was running this, but also understood the internet. So like, you know, the internet theme, the the internet meme of like how it started, how it's going. Sure. Right. They'll do that with like, a picture of berries. Okay. How it started and how it's going right on top of some chia seed pudding. Wow. Really? Wow. <laughs> really just taking it. Honestly. <laughs> they think of that. If the internet was the most innocent thing in the world, it would be the Instagram account for Kroger. Absolutely. Wow. They that have a whole cool. animation that team. I don't understand cool. what they're doing. Yeah. I mean, I would say pay your store employees better, but they're putting their money to different use. Right. Fair enough. Okay. So 
this branch that I went to of Smith's, this particular Smith's, there's two in Santa Fe. This one I went to is if 1986 version of The Cure was a grocery store. And let me give an example. Oh. Okay. Kind of dirty. A little unkempt. Mm-hmm. Okay. Mm-hmm. Not like, not gross. Just like maybe they don't have enough people to come, you know, clean up every once in a while. Sure. Like there's just a random Reese's Pieces, Reese's Cup, just you like under the self-checkout, just halfway open, clearly slid right. open and been there for a little bit, you know? Why not? But not gross. Yeah. Just like, oh, there's a piece of trash. There was an employee who was totally masked up, seemed fine until I watched her for just a little too long. Mm. She was at the olive bar, like gently turning over all the olives. Oh. Very slowly. Wow. And very methodically. Very relaxing. And staring off into the middle distance. Yeah. As if she had been body snatched. There was also not one cart in that entire place that was not broken. It was all, it was like listening to the sound of like damaged robots walking around. Clunk, 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 everybody. <laughs> Every single, I could hear people coming around the aisle. Wow. And my car was a mess, a fucking mess, okay? Not one car that wasn't broken. The time has come, okay? It might be the dead of winter. Okay, January can be a very downer time because you've just had the holidays, you've had so much stress, and maybe you wanted some time off and it didn't actually come. Now, though, is the time to start planning an adventure on a glorious beach filled with glorious pride where you can make the most of it. Plan and you can look for you have something to look forward to. That's what we have to do in the winter. Who is planning a trip to Provincetown this year? Okay. If you've never been before, if it's your first time, if you go over here, it doesn't matter. You deserve to enjoy life. You could take pride in where you travel when you go there. And it's always an adventure there, truly. Provincetown is so welcoming to everyone. It embraces diversity. It's the place where cultural cultural diversity has a place. It's something for everyone there. Glamour, dining, dancing, entertainment, hiking, biking, beaches, An absolute unique experience where everyone is welcome. Not to mention, it's absolutely gorgeous. It really is. You can see all kinds of comedy shows, go to great dinners, bike, do everything. Plus, it's queer. Okay? It is LGBTQ plus, 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 plus. So go be yourself this summer. Plan something fabulous for yourself. There's fun theme weeks Every week for everyone who's LGBTQ+, like Pride, Girl Splash, Bear Week, Family Week, Carnival, Trans Week, the whole thing. So go to ptowntourism.com, the official guide to Provincetown, ptowntourism.com. Hey, it's Kaylee Cuoco for Priceline. Ready to go to your happy place for a happy price? Well, why didn't you say so? Just download the Priceline app right now and save up to 60% on hotels. So whether it's Cousin Kevin's Kazoo concert in Kansas City, go Kevin! Or Becky's Bachelorette Bash in Bermuda, you never have to miss a trip ever again. So download the Priceline app today. Your savings are waiting. Go to your happy place for a happy price. Go to your happy price, Priceline. Also, they had a Starbucks inside, which makes me go down a rabbit hole of like, 
what is the, I don't remember if we talked about on the show, but like, who runs those Starbucks? Is that Starbucks or is that Kroger? Well, I got the and answer. by the way, because, oh, you did finally, because sometimes they'll take a Starbucks gift card there and sometimes they absolutely will not and they'll think you're crazy. But here's the thing. They should take a Starbucks gift card. Maybe I'm thinking of the airport. I don't remember. Well, they might not. But okay, so I guess it just, there's a licensing agreement. So when you see a Kroger, you see a Ralph's or a Albertsons or Kroger with a Starbucks inside, those are the grocery store's employees. That is a license. They are licensed to sell Starbucks products. But they are take, I don't know how it works, but the money goes into the grocery store and the employees are part of the grocery store. So a Starbucks manager, regional manager will come around from time to time to make sure the Starbucks aspects of everything is like up and running. Like for example, the one I went to had a Starbucks community bulletin board that was totally empty. But I assume that was something that Starbucks makes you do to foster a sense of community. However, the store had wanted nothing to do with that. I believe it 100%. It was just ghost ship mentality. You know yeah. what I mean? Yeah. Which bums me out because I always think of Starbucks. I hate chains, but I love the idea of Starbucks that you could eventually, you could work at one now in a small town if you were like queer or, you know, uh, marginalized somehow. You could work your way up the Starbucks chain and find your way in a big city. That to me is like... Right, way an opportunity. Out. Right, sure. Yeah. I see that. Not with the grocery store Starbucks. Right. You're in the system of the grocery store. Shit. You know what I mean? Yeah. That's the difference. Yeah. Um, let me talk about the store, though, because right when you get in, there's a Starbucks on the left, licensed Starbucks, and then there's a deli and a bakery. But let me tell you something. There ain't never anybody there. Ever. You mean working so there I, or looking there? Like customers or employees? Both. Yeah. There's nothing. Wow. It's all prepackaged. And so then I started going, well, fuck, does anybody even make, does, do any big grocery stores even make their own stuff? And the answer is no. They, they farm out all of this stuff to regional bakeries that can handle the, the load. Like, for example, like Kroger has some bakery in like Dallas that is like, that does all their baked goods for like the tri-state area. Got it. Then they'll, they'll have a, agreement with another one, you know, they don't do any of that stuff. And they'll just put it in the Kroger prepackaging, which I guess is fine. But like, what bothers me is the idea that you're saying there's a bakery there. And it's really not. Right. It's just the section where you're selling cakes and pies. Bakery sales. Yeah, it's like, or sometimes they'll do a thing where they'll like, have fresh baked cookies, but they're getting all the dough in pre made, and they're just warming it up. Got it. I just feel like, come on, y'all, like, how awesome is it to have something freshly baked? And what a nice way to feel taken care of. And you can't even do that. But you have the placards, bakery and deli. It just, it makes me mad because it's like, just be what, just say what you're doing. Mm. Don't gaslight everybody with your signs. Right. Driving everyone don't, crazy. Like, you can't go in there and go, can I have a special cake? They're going to go, we don't have the ability to do that. Right. Doesn't it say bakery up here? It absolutely does. Right. You know, it just, it bothers me on a, like, it just feels like a big lie, you know? Sure. Anyway, let's talk about the products. The hummus section, honestly, in these big stores have gone out of control. It is enormous now. Yeah. It is out of control. Boar's Head is in the game now. Are you serious? Wow. Yes. So they had, um, Sabra on once. It was a huge, huge hummus display. I've never seen one this big. Wow. Half Boar's Head, 
half Sabra and then, I, I don't know, some other brands. Sure. But they were like, here you go. The categories... There's regular hummus and there's dessert hummus, which you've mentioned on the show before. I, the d- dessert hummus is a real gamble. Some of it's good. Some of it's awful. You've tried the chocolate, the Sabra chocolate, right? I tried one of the brand's chocolate brownie and it was fucking delicious. Okay. This is just Sabra chocolate. There's no there's no brownie part of it. Okay. It's just chocolate. It looks disgusting. I didn't like the consistency. I did not purchase it. Then the Boar's Head had a pumpkin pie dessert hummus. So I've had the pumpkin pie dessert hummus too. It's absolutely revolting. It wasn't Boar's Head, to be fair, but I've had a different brand and it was disgusting, in- inedible. It, it, it just, not, the phrase dessert hummus is not appealing to me. But vegans use chickpeas in all kinds of desserts. To make desserts. So that, that is actually true. a common thing. Here's what I don't like. The word hummus. Which I don't like, the, I think separate them. Right. To me. Put them with like the whipped cream. Like, I don't know. There's something that my my brain goes, this is salt. This is so savory and this is sweet. And I don't, my brain, I unfortunately, I can see nuance in a lot of places. That's not one of them. Sure. My brain is like binary yeah. when it comes to that. Yep. I already talked about the Shark Week. I mean, I, I don't understand. We, we I read it last week. There's a whole Shark Week frozen food section. I, I don't understand <laughs> it. Like, I truly, I know we talked about it in a previous so episode, but I just wanted to bring it up again. Nothing about it made sense to me. No, a none shark of it eating made sense. Pasta. <laughs> none of it made sense. That was truly the thing where I was like, who decided to get to- And that shark had like the full gingivitis gums that great whites have. Like, it was disgusting. And, and it was coming for a fork. Can you imagine One if fork someone- of like three pieces of pasta on it. Jaws the movie. And instead of putting chum on the end of their hook, they just put, they take a big fork. <laughs> Not even a big one. Just like a dinner fork. <laughs> put it off the Throw shark. some pot, put it on the end of it. They twirl some pasta. <laughs> and the shark goes crazy. Nuts. Nuts. Um, There was an entire aisle of pizza. I'll put it on when we post this episode. It was just- you know how they have the placards on the top that tell you what's in each section of the frozen food? And it'll be like ice cream, pies, whatever. Sure. It Novelties said, is my favorite, but yeah. Novelties. Love. It just said pizza, 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 pizza. They had to put sign up every 10 feet because it went on for so long. Wow. It was like a fucking city block of pizza, frozen wow. pizza. Wow. Also, as a Martha Stewart hype man, I thought I should try one of her frozen offerings. And oh. I bought something called Macaroni Bites, which quote unquote, our party ready favorite. Wow, these were incredibly shitty. Really? I was going to say, it's hard to get macaroni to taste bad. It tasted like a burnt mozzarella stick rolled in stale bread and then, Mm. and then popping that into oven and it's not crispy. It's wet. Yeah. Honestly, you had me a burnt mozzarella stick. I was like, that could be pretty good. But the rest sounded, it sounds bad. I agree. Well, I also think it's like a lesson in like celebrity, which is like, first of all, it's it's totally, you can get greedy and then your products slip, you know, and yeah. that's exactly what this is. And also the fact that I don't know if anyone else is going to complain about it because Martha Stewart's such a like, she's in another tra- stratosphere. Yeah. So, you know. I don't, there, there's got to be politics behind it because this shit was nasty. Ew. It was nasty. And I think if you just are a Martha Stewart fan, you'd probably just blame yourself for not having a sophisticated palate. But let me hear, I am here to tell you that is slop. Sure. It is not you, it is them. Yep. 
Okay. Thank you. Um, here's something that I am a sucker for, and I'd never even realized that I was having like a visceral response to this, but Ken Steakhouse Thousand Island label. <laughs> I just What's wrong every with the time label? I don't know. It's the 70s. It's kind of what you're saying about Zaybars. It's right. like it's from the 70s or the 50s. I don't know. Same. Yeah. I ne- it never changes and it draws me in. I don't buy it, but I love totally their I love tenacity. that label too. Me too. Yes. There and it's, gonna, it's so in that beautiful, it. like, genie bottle. Yes. Beautiful. There's something. I don't know what it is. I'm a sucker mean. for it. I, know I see it every mean. time and it makes me smile. Oh my God. Have you ever in your life heard of Dorothy Lynch? Never, but I'm ready. I've actually never been more ready to hear of anyone in my life. It's called Dorothy Lynch Homestyle Dressing and Condiment. <laughs> there is nothing on the... There is nothing on this label that tells you what it is. Not one thing. I'm just you're st- you're you're just you're just stunned at what I'm going to show you a picture of it because it's just I can't. What what is this? Do you see what I'm saying? I have absolutely what, no. It, idea. All I see is Dorothy Lynch. I just see someone's name. Let me tell you what this is because I found, I went to the website because I was appalled. Well, of course. Tomato soup, vinegar and spices in the condiment section. And what does it say it is? Homestyle dressing and condiment. <laughs> what on earth would you put that on? Please somebody tell me what I'm missing. Please tell I me what I'm it. missing. That's so crazy. It just says Dorothy Lynch. Just throw that on a salad. Can you imagine tomato soup is an ingredient? That's a whole thing. <laughs> Ingredients, lasagna. Right, exactly. Yeah, what's in the tomato soup? <laughs> the nerve. <laughs> The nerve of them. That is wild. Dorothy Lynch, come on. You've got a lot of nerve, Dorothy Lynch. you got a Lynch. lot of nerve, girl. They did not have my boom chicka pop white cheddar, but they did have cheddar cheese, which I have to say, not that good. I, I don't know. I, oh, they had cheddar, cheddar cheese at a grocery store? You're kidding me. No, cheddar oh, cheese Oh, you mean popcorn. boom chicka pop? <laughs> yeah, I'm sorry. The white cheddar popcorn. That's my thing is like, yes. do they have boom chicka pop totally. white like cheddar popcorn? Totally, like with me with Tito's, yeah. And because lube. not a lot of places do. No. Zabar's had no lube. I do want to say that. <laughs> I forgot to mention. Can you imagine Zabar's brand lube? I wouldn't be surprised. They had the the just the cheddar cheese boom chicka pop. I don't like it. There's something about it that just reminds me of the tri popcorn that you get at Christmas uh-huh. if you're if you're if you grew up poor like I did and that was like your Christmas present. Right. Popcorn. No, I remember those well. Not interested. And then they're like, oh, it comes in a commemorative tin. And you're like, I understand Christmas comes every year. I don't need to remember last year's Christmas, okay? They had a really impressive Asian food aisle with um, Botan Calrose rice, which is my favorite rice. Oh. Favorite rice, hands down. I love it so much. I did get a rice, uh, z- uh, the z- Zarushi, I think it's called. Okay. Damn it. I'm not saying this right. But I got the rice cooker, the like fancy rice cooker last year. Has changed my game. Gosh. So nice. It does take an hour. It takes a little longer than stovetop rice, but it is so perfect. Yum. Um. Oliver likes one treat and one treat only, and they happen to, and it's very hard to find, and don't ask me how I found it in the first place, because I don't even remember, but like my Boom Chicka Pop, not many places sell this, and it's full moon chicken strips. They are human-grade dog treats. They smell like a butthole in a ballet slipper. (laughs) I do not recommend, I recommend wearing a mask when you're administering to your dog, (laughs) because they are, they smell disgusting, and he he cannot get enough. Your dogs love disgusting things. Love it. They love smells that are disgusting. 
loves it. My This is my dad's favorite grocery store, okay? So I went there specifically for this episode and then also because I knew I was going to have a bunch of junk that my dad loves. My It's like a boomer's paradise, okay? If you had a... If there... You know the, the money things where you grab all the money on game shows or whatever or yes. like fairs? This is that for my dad, but with food. It's his dream to just be like, you know, this stuff to pour. He literally, I said, send me a list. And he goes, you will not approve of any of these. Right. But, you know, I buy him. He can have whatever he wants now because, you know, we're just, we're just taking it one day at a time right now. So I bought him everything he wanted and stuff I thought he would just love that he'd never thought of. Like Reese's Pieces has something called Collider's. Okay, weird. Which is really too, it's too military complex for me. Yes, truly. It's a pudding dessert. Uh It looks like a pudding dessert, but it's Reese's Pieces flavored. So it's chocolate and peanut butter and then like a custard or something. I mean, I can't say I would eat it. But there's no Reese's Pieces in it? It's Reese's Pieces brand dessert. Got it. Called a Collider. Perfect. What we all expected. Broccoli cheese soups, hungry man steak soups, salty potato mixes. I mean, just the shit that I would just, I would just, I blow by at the grocery store. Sure. Because it's all full of fucking salt. Of course. But listen. You know? One man's treasure is another man's treasure, you know? But as you mentioned, the one way to get my heart at a grocery store is cheese. They had so many. They had a Murray's cheese case. Wow. And then they had just a cheese case for all the other cheeses. They separated the. I mean, that's not. That's I don't believe. Yeah. Here's what I bought from the Murray's cheese case two beehive cheese offerings from Utah. That's the name of the uh, cheese company. One was called Pour Me a Slice. Can't get on board with that name. No, I can't either, to be honest with you. Yeah. But it's good. Okay. And Big John's Cajun cheese, which is also good. That sounds good. Name is better. Something called Butter Casey. B-U-T-T-E-R-K-A-E-S-E. I'm probably saying this wrong. Which was incredible and like spongy but firm. Mm. Murray's Irish Cheddar and Cypress Grove Midnight Moon. And I bought some scrambled cheese. Uh, some shredded, shredded cheese. cheese. Oh, shredded Sorry, cheese. shredded cheese for my dad's scampi eggs, which is what I call scrambled eggs. Because sure. you got to keep things interesting. Listen, would I go back there? I guess. I mean, it's... I, I can't say, like, the vibe was bummer town. Right. And it wasn't, and by the way, the cashier, lovely. Everyone who worked there, absolutely lovely. Even the woman staring in the middle distance, she had to charm about her, okay? Sure. I just felt like the store had been forgotten. Yeah. By corporate. Yeah. And I, and I, and I always think that's a fucking, that, it just, why? Yeah. There's, there were tons of sharpers. They're not, it's not like they ain't make no money. But it was just, it, it felt like a corporate situation where they're like, oh, this is good enough. Right. It maybe needs like a little TLC. It just needs a little TLC. Yeah. You know what I mean? And so and so do the people who are keeping that store going because they were, they were a total joy. So I would give it a 7 out of 10 cotton candy grapes. They had great prices on California Olive Branch olive oil, which is the olive oil That's we use. That's a great use. one, yeah. But I will sound the alarm. Okay. Oh, shit. There's a trick. Oh, shit. Okay, they have started selling something called Global Blend, which looks exactly like the other one, but there's a little like oval oval on there that says Global Blend, which is California, Argentinian, Chilean, and Portuguese oils blended together. Which you really sounds like the California, yeah. I'm sorry. It's like also like, what are we doing with our carbon footprint that we're bringing all these oils over from? 
You know what? I, I just feel like not it's to mention. Doesn't... I think the California one is the only one that's super regulated. Like it's it's just is better. It's so good on salads. It is such a good olive oil. It's made in the U.S. Now, I don't know if there's some kind of thing going on. I will give them the benefit of the doubt, which is like maybe there's something with water consumption that they needed to do this oh, because uh-huh. we know olives t- t- take water, you know, sure. not as much as almonds. But, you know, it's not like California. Everywhere in California has like shit tons of water. Right. Um, as a matter of fact, not very many places in California <laughs> have no, water. That's fair. So maybe that's part of it. I don't know. But I just want to say like one time I did buy the global blend, which I'm sure is great for cooking. I didn't enjoy it on my salad. Um, and I like an olive oil that, that I get you an olive oil that does it all. Hell you know what I mean? Yeah. I will say there's another olive oil that I would like to recommend while we're doing this. This has nothing to do with this grocery store. This is a fancy ass olive oil. It is not cheap. It is $40. Okay. It is, you do not cook with this. This is baby, baby bits in your salad. Got this is it. baby, baby bits on your mozzarella. Sure. This is for tasting only, okay? And then and then you can really make it go long, but it's called Oracle Olive Oil. I think I mentioned it on the show before. I just want to rewind because I'm talking about it olive oil. It does look familiar, yeah. It's in a gorgeous th- canister that you can reuse if you want to. I mean, I just, I love it. It's, it's, um, it's a small farm in Greece, which I guess... Totally negates the problem that I have about carbon <laughs> Um So really, I'm a hypocrite. People, Aaron, we're complicated people. But I just want to say I really love it. And if you want to, if there's a way for you to do an olive oil that you cook with that you really like and then a really tasty one, maybe do this mix. Or if you want to do all in one, I do recommend the California Olive Ranch, California olive oil, extra virgin. And of course, good. do the do. You know, the Mountain Dew. Do the, please do the Dew. Yeah, and they had a great price. It was like 11 bucks there. It was fantastic. For Mountain so, Dew? Oh, for the olive oil. For the olive oil. Okay, got it. They do have olive oil right next to the Mountain Dew, which I didn't understand. <laughs> well, you know, similar they colors. They really knew me. Similar colors. listening everybody thank you to sam our lovely sam kiefer thank you to chelsea jacobson we love you both groceries podcast at gmail.com if you have any recommendations anecdotes ideas product recommendations product descriptions anything and uh that's groceries podcast at gmail.com and otherwise we will see you in the aisles. aisles